0: Does paying kids money make them better for life? In this podcast, we will look at different ways that you could pay money to your kids. Most importantly, will it give them a better life? For me, teaching kids about money is a two-staged approach. Stage one is where we teach them the value of money so once they know the value of money this is what prevents them from getting into bad debt and they would understand where the money is coming from and also where how much they are spending on whatever they want to spend on and the next part is the stage two where you understand how to make money work for you this is where you tend to invest money for higher returns so your knowledge about money in stage two helps you moving from being a secure life to a comfortable life. So I believe that gone are those days where you could stand next to a conveyor belt and uh, assemble a product and make money out of it. So to grow professionally, right, um, with any of our jobs today, um, as you move up in the ladder, you're expected to own certain part of the business. You need to manage it. You need to nurture it and also grow the business. Kids who grow up in a financially stable household does not really mean that they will by default have a financially secure life. Of course, something will rub off from the parents being a role models and running a household that is financially stable. Uh, that will lay the foundation for their future financial health. But at the end of the day, kids need to be taught the difference between an asset and a liability. They need a sandbox environment where, you know, They can go and experiment, make mistakes, and also learn um, uh, from those mistakes. So there is this debate whether you need to give money to your kids to make them financially better in life or not. But in my opinion, if you give money to your kids, you are giving them something that they can manage, they can learn, they can do the mistakes. This potentially avoids them from living paycheck to paycheck when they grow up. And I think the most important point is you're always there to handhold them and guide them through this process. So when it comes to giving money to kids or, you know, um, kids obtaining money, um, there are basically four ways that it happens. Um, one, The first one being the dole. This is where your kid would come up to you and ask money for a certain item or an expense that he wants the money for. The obvious advantages here is that, you know, you can always control what. Your kid is spending your money on and also you can control the cash flow based on the income and as you wish so, so there is a lot of flexibility around how you can control your expenses because there is no commitment as to how much you have to give your kids every month or a week on a predefined basis obviously there are some disadvantages with this method kids would not really understand the total concept of the money because they are not really managing any money here And you are the one who is deciding and managing and making the decisions as to which is a good expense and a bad expense and giving the money to your kid. So from the kid's point of view, he's basically looking at you more of an ATM machine and they look at you as a source of their money. And also you might lose track of how much you have given to your kids and might give more than what is required. Kids will also get better at manipulating into buying things or negotiating for their next shiny objects. I personally come from a culture where dole was the way of my upbringing. Um, I believe it is part of the reason uh, why India still struggles to create more entrepreneurs. So, if you are following this method, I recommend you to track the amount of money that you are giving with, you know, uh, in an Excel document or a notebook or somewhere you mentioned the date and the amount you are given and the purpose of the amount that you are given to your kids. So that was one of the sources of their income where you would give money to them based on their expenses. Well, the second source of income is through their family members. Again this depends on the cultural background you are from but kids usually receive money from grandparents on their birthdays or even from parents on their birthdays or when they visit um, their native places for a long break. Um, um, Because this is not more of a recurring income or an income that can be relied on, um, you should encourage your kids to invest that money into a savings account or an account where it, it gives higher returns. So the third way that you could enable them to earn money is by giving them opportunities to work in the house and earn money. So each of the tasks has certain monetary value associated with it. Based on their age, you could allocate those tasks to your kids. Like for example, moving a lawn, you could give them
1: $5. So
0: it teaches them um, to relate work with skill and money. But remember that you know doing chores does not really mean that they will become better at managing money. Also, as parents, we need to be mindful of the jobs kids choose. Sometimes some of the jobs could be hard, dangerous, and sometimes they can even be so tempting that they will get demotivated from their career path itself. So the fourth way is you agree a predefined allowance with your children and you provide that allowance on a weekly or a monthly uh, basis. The most important uh, thing that you need to ensure here is they don't take it as an entitlement. The way you communicate with your child is critical here. If you tell them, you will provide a certain amount of money on a weekly or a monthly basis because you are old enough and you have also some expenses. This may make them believe that they are entitled to that money because of their age. So, the building blocks to make an advanced systems work is good communication, consistency, and guidance with your children. So, relying on any of these four methods to teach your kids about money will not work, it will definitely fail. So, these methods will build a fixed mindset um, within your kit, and they will make them a better employee, but definitely they can't make them a better entrepreneur. So if you look at the systems like the Dole and the cash gifts, right, they enable you to build a entitlement mindset. Just like a grown-up, when he loses a job, he's expecting a grant or a, some sort of a supporting hand from the government. If they are earning money by doing chores at home and that means that they are trading hours for pay and that really helps them to build their employee mindset so all these methods of payments right they are best till a kid is 10 years old After which you really slowly need to abandon giving money to them, providing a helping hand and creating also opportunities. But you need to encourage them to be creative and solve the money problems under your protection. By offering them predefined tasks, they will become good task doers. Also, if you help them too much, they will become dependent on you to solve their financial problems. We can always be there to help them to solve the problems. At first, you want them to exercise their brain in solving the problems. Entrepreneurship is about solving problems and exploring our solutions to the problems. So in in this process, they are helping themselves by helping others. The only way they will be able to exercise the entrepreneur side of their brain is by learning to identify the gap and finding solutions. So for instance, if your son wants to buy golf clubs, an employee mindset would work hard, save money and then go and buy those golf clubs. But an entrepreneur mindset would take the money, invest it somewhere and buy the golf clubs on the returns from the investment. So stop outsourcing your kids' financial education to school because there is no school that is able to do the financial education. So until next time, this is Praveen. Thanks for listening.